0: Hello, this is Noemi Valkoda from DigitalCity.Brosance. I'm happy to host today, April 2023, De Demazure, CEO of Dropsolid, where we will uh, tackle a bit of your career and a lot more about uh, IT, disparities in IT, and how we can build the future of uh, the digital industry. Um, hello, Anneline. Hello, nice to meet you. Happy to be here. <laughs> well, thank you for your time and for being a host uh, in our uh, podcast, The Digital Talks. Um, first, could you present yourself? Uh, what do you do? What is your role today? What is your background? Okay, sure. Um, so hello, everybody. I'm
1: uh, Anneline de Mazure. I'm a mom of two lovely kids, uh, Jeff and Annette, they're seven and nine years old. Uh, And apart from that, I'm also CEO of DropSolid, a digital experience company in Ghent. I have a background in applied economics. I studied applied economics at the University of uh, Leuven. And after that, I specialized in marketing because... When I was young already, even at the age of, of 18, I wanted to make advertising, communications and television spots. And that was really a big dream. Um, so, yeah, I joined Unilever after and uh, and I was able to do that. So that's how I enrolled into the world of communication.
0: Mm, yeah, I think uh, the advertising sector is quite like appealing when you start a career. it's um it's quite far from the digital sector. Um, what was your path toward uh, the tech industry?
1: Yeah, it's true because I, I remember when I had my first job, uh, we didn't even had mobile phones. Uh, suddenly, we had the Blackberries coming up and the mobile yeah. phone. And when I was studying, we still had to uh, like uh, book the computer to uh, to write our thesis. Uh, so, uh, but that changed, and I guess it was uh, when I became managing director of the digital agency base in hand when I was really for the first time confronted with web building and digital marketing and joining those two worlds uh, together. So uh, yeah, I wasn't born as a digital native. I had to uh, step into that world. Um, But it's really interesting. And I think especially if you can combine like the consumer inside world with the technical world, it Mm -hmm. gives a opportunities if you have both the insights of both of those worlds uh, so that makes it really rich for me
0: and what do you find appealing in this uh industry uh well what i love most uh, and i
1: think what people maybe often underestimate is that in the end it's all about creating something something meaningful it's about creating something which helps people or unburdens people or inspires people in one way or the other Um, and so I think when we think about the digital world we often have it on cloud and hosting and it's coding and it's design Mm -hmm. for me in the end it's about making something which really serves organizations and serves consumers to give some examples if you're if you're looking for a house then one of our biggest clients is is era an uh, immobilian uh, company so having build that website in a, in a in a good way, it helps people find their perfect home. Or when we build the website of a hospital, it can really uh, help people to mm. quickly find the right analysis, the right doctor, have a quick appointment. Uh, so in, in that fact, it can even save lives if you look at it like that. So and, and for all of our customers, we are always trying to find how can we help your consumers or your customers um uh, how can we help them to save time or to inspire them and and that makes uh makes it a, a very nice job to do it's not about mm. the- or or the technique only it's really about serving people
0: it's more a mean to and you're you're the ceo of a belgium based digital uh, Mm -hmm. agency called drop solid can you explain to us what it is what are the objectives the missions uh, of it because i I'm a bit confused. I saw it was a bit with Drupal, if I understand correctly, but can you give a bit more of a...
1: um So uh, with Dropsolid, we want to create uh, the best digital experiences for organizations and for all their stakeholders. And we really want to do that in an what we call an open way. So all the solutions are built on open source uh, mm-hmm. software. Uh, so, our solution, uh, which is the most open uh, digital experience platform in the world for the moment, mm-hmm. uh, is based on Drupal and Mautic and You Know Me, that are actually a CMS, a marketing yeah. automation tool, and a CDP. But the specificity about it is that they're all open source packages, which we combined one with the other. And the fact that it's based on open source is a real philosophy in Drop Solid. We want to make, not take, and we want to contribute everything that we build to the community of Drupal. For a while, you would want to change agency or you would want to work with another agency you can perfectly do that it's not that you're stuck with our solution or really stuck with us we don't want people to get stuck in any way open source is is really open it gives you a lot of flexibility so in terms of integrating with other software packages like crm and erp packages because open it's you can actually connect with whatever tool that is also open to connect. So there's a, a lot of advantages in in working with open source. Of course there are other uh, digital experience platforms in the market uh, mm. they're all uh, closed um, and they work with licenses uh, so uh, Again. we want to really be the the open source alternative uh, for uh, for customers in the market.
0: Okay, and when was uh, the company, well, the agency created?
1: Well, actually, we we are celebrating our tenth anniversary. Congratulations! We, yeah, we are uh, we keep on growing, and we always invested in our in our product. We will keep on investing in in that. So, uh, so yeah, it's nice to have a a steady base of history and values mm. already in, in the company.
0: And what? What skills are necessary for your job uh, as a CEO?
1: Um, good question. Um, I think as a CEO, um, I think it's, it's mandatory. It's really, you need to have a vision. If you're not having a vision of uh, where your company goes to or what your unique selling proposition is in the market, uh, then you will really get lost. But on the other hand, I also think that Having a clear vision is only 20% of the success. You also need to have an interesting view or, or a good practice in making it happen with people and with teams and with an organization so having a vision is important and it's crucial but if you afterwards you you can't bring it to the market or you cannot get people motivated or you cannot get organized around it then you will fail either way so for me one of the most important things is having this combination of having an external and internal vision but also having a yeah kind of a strategy or a way of working to really make it uh, happen in terms of uh, organization values structure and and all these kind of things apart from that what i try to do like every day in my job is really try to feel what is the strength of each individual in the company and what is really motivating that person um, if he, he needs to get out of his bed like every day to come to to work or to do the job. And so you really need to understand what is driving that person. Is it the perfect code or is it working with people or is it working with customers? So so what is what do they like to do and what is their strength? I'm a big believer that if you can put everybody in his strength and if everybody helps the other one where they're maybe not that strong... And if you can build a team or, um, around that complementarity, mm. that's a big uh, big part of being successful. Apart from the fact that it's a big part of being successful, it's also much nicer to be in a situation like that because people mm. uh, like it to be in their strength and then they get compliments and then they're even more motivated. And it's, it's much nicer to work on what you're good at. So... Um,
0: yeah that's true um it's interesting what you're saying i had a conversation yesterday uh it's quite a personal comment um with a friend and she was uh saying that it was good to have all these positive feedbacks on her work but what she was really really expecting is how she could improve herself in her daily work and that was a bit lacking from a manager so it's i think it's both, you also need to be motivated in what you're not good at. So you can, there's always room for improvements. And
1: I really agree with with that that comment. And if it happens in a in an environment where you feel psychologically safe to mm. to take risks and to try mm. things and to fail, and that's okay to fail, then uh, if you're motivated to grow and to learn new things, yeah, go ahead. I would say try new <laughs> yes. Things. Well, for me, it's important that that positive basis is there of, uh, of mm. believing in people and, and in what they're good at.
0: Mm. And, well, you said it in your bio. You're a mom of two kids and you're a woman uh, working as a CEO in technology. How does it feel like? I must say, um, it feels great, actually. It's about balance.
1: It's about... Mm. Uh, I wouldn't be the happy mom if I would not have my challenge at work and if I would not be able to uh, to go for my passion. Uh, but of course, I need to watch out to uh, not work too much and have enough time for, for the kids as well. I think the the world evolved a lot in terms of having more women uh, working and more women in, in uh, interesting positions. Also, I must say that... Um, very often in the debate of having men and women and we need more women i think for me it's um it's often much more about having a good balance between female energy and male energy because Mm. know women with a lot of male energy and i know men with a lot of female energy so so um i guess it's about being conscious that there are two energies and that if you bring them in perfect balance then results are even better because it uh if it's only about working hard and going for action and reaching targets and and going fast and um and being present and communicating a lot then then you're really in that male energy which you need of mm. course but if you can add the the creativity and the empathy and maybe the more more some often sometimes more soft skills of uh, of the yeah. female energy than than it uh, it brings both uh, together in in uh, in one world. That's really where where the magic happens, I would say.
0: And you are also ICT nominee for um, the inspiring woman in Benjam. Do you believe that these kind of programs up, uh in putting forward role models and? really empowering women to undertake uh, careers in the tech industry i think i actually i must admit i discovered through being nominated
1: even more how important it is uh, because i must say i'm i'm still admitting i'm i'm still very skeptical for example about imposed quotas for having mm. uh, women yeah. in in the board of directors for example because Personally, if somebody would call me and say, can you come to our board of directors because we need another woman, I would feel like, hey, but I don't want you to call me because I'm a woman. I want you to call me because I can bring you something and because I have an expertise. So I was always skeptical, but I I learned through being nominated that it's the importance of having role models is actually really, really high uh, because seeing it, makes you believe that you can do it as well so um, I was for example uh, some months ago I was teaching in a in a university and there were a lot of uh, female students coming afterwards saying oh my god how do you combine it with your kids and mm-hmm. it's not stressful and how are you coping with it and and I actually could feel that hearing my story and um, yeah for them If they were almost thinking, if she can do it, I can do it as well. Uh, But they need those examples to believe that they can do it as well. And apart from that, also very open and and honestly, I have in previous work experience, I have been uh, confronted with male dominance and with very tough male conversations, which really brought me out of my balance and which were really uh, tough to cope with. So I had to learn that, and I had to learn that. uh, yeah, how to defend myself and and mm. with those uh, uh, tough conversations. So uh, so yeah, we need more women at, uh, at in the industry.
0: <laughs> yes, we need. The question is more how can we change the mindset around technology and IT, which is very connected to masculine and a geek world where it's totally not. It's really wide. There's a lot of different roles and women have can really take the lead in, in, in that. So yeah. I think that's part of having a conversation today with you showing up that it's not just um, geek person coding. It's also very vast. Uh, I would like to come back to Dropsolid and um, you have this um, claim that uh, says connecting re- human needs to digital experiences. Um, mm-hmm. What would be the best digital experience? How can you define that?
1: Yeah, um, well, for, for us as Drop Solid, um, the best digital experience is when it's um, uh, really solving a human need. So when it's solving a need that is there, if it's I'm looking for information or I need some advice or I need inspiration. So it's there's always a human need behind that. And the perfect digital experience is actually solving uh, that need. But it's solving that need, I think, more and more in the future, it is solving that need or it should be solving that need in a, in a smooth way so that it doesn't take you a lot of effort to discover or to to find something. So to give an example, I we with the family, we were uh, moving to a new house recently and we had to change our or rebook our telecom operator. And it was a whole struggle process of just doing that move of that telecom operator for me that could really be solved just by a good digital platform and it should be as easy as saying this is my old address this is my mm. new address. can i make an appointment and okay i'm free on that moment i will stay home and that's it it's it's actually as simple as that but still it is not that simple and there are a lot of companies are, are struggling with it so yeah So the perfect digital experience should be solving a need. It should be smooth and and more and more in the future. And that is what our platform is offering as well. It should be as personalized as possible. If you're looking to buy a house, you don't need offerings to rent a house. So the computer these days can can save all the knowledge about what you're looking for and it can adapt the offering that it's giving to you so uh, if you're worried uh, that you might have for example breast cancer then you don't need information on knee problems or things like that so it can really
0: so much the like open ai in um, your company
1: yeah, we have been. Uh, so So one of the components of our uh, open digital experience platform is a CDP, a customer data platform, which saves all the data of the people coming to a website. So that's part of it. And within that tool, we have been doing experiments with AI so that they actually create for us the segments we can put people in in terms of their needs. Um, to give the example of our... Uh, our own website as a company we can really distinguish oh it's a marketing oriented person visiting our website or a technology person visiting our website Mm -hmm. and in future uh, i'm sure that ai will help in making that segmentation so uh, it will be the the ai system that is putting people in a box where where afterwards you can then
0: do you see a, a divide in? because i'm quite curious with what you said with the examples of sometimes you have simple things and mm-hmm. they are not there it's not happening And you have all this technology that we talk about about like generative high and uh, big data. Mm -hmm. Do you see that there's still um a mismatch between some companies that are just like far away from technology and all this advanced technology and how can we make the transition easier and um, easy for them?
1: I understand uh, yeah your point is very very clear and I, I sympathize with it what we feel very often with our customers as well is that they are already wondering about AI and blockchain and all these new technologies mm-hmm. but the basis of what they're doing today is not ready yet or is not uh, served yet and is not complete yet so that's why with our customers we are using what we call maturity models to see where are you in the step of digitalization uh, what are you already doing what are you not doing and what is the next step to take and and not to go for uh, two steps or three steps uh, upfront, because otherwise, if the bases are not right, then then it doesn't make any sense to introduce uh, AI in your uh, in your company. I guess so. Uh, so yeah, I would recommend uh, companies or people to to really look for. Uh, experts and consultants that can make a good analysis or of what are you doing already and what could be your first next step and then to just go step by step and and bridge the gap uh, towards the the solutions
0: and um for our company we're using drupal and what what would be the added value for you to uh, of the drupal technology to create those very impactful experience for companies
1: yeah so the the advantages is, is Drupal is open source so there is a very very big uh, worldwide community uh, behind it uh, it was founded uh, by Dries Bertard who's a Belgian uh, guy so that's even uh, even uh, well, another i think why to support it uh, so but it's open source uh, there's a community behind it it's You can integrate with, with a lot of software packages because it's open and you don't have the lock-in uh, risk with uh, Drupal because there are a lot of other agencies uh, working with it as well. It's a, a worldwide uh, CMS uh, known to lots of, uh, lots yeah. of people.
0: And um, do you feel like uh, training is now a fundamental uh, asset? to make a career or to be impactful in uh, the digital world? Absolutely. Uh, having not been a digital native,
1: I had to learn all these things as well. So it, mm. it's absolutely crucial to uh, to invest in, in training or what they say in lifelong learning. We will need to learn and keep on learning because it goes so fast that... Uh, yeah that it's absolutely necessary. Um, I must say that apart from that, apart from just in investing time and training and learning, for me, it's very often also about uh, openness to change, um, not being afraid of change um, very often. And, and it's very human to, uh, when you know something and when you're safe and secure and you have everything under control, it's very easy to stick with your situation. Uh, but if uh, yeah, if I could give one recommendation to people, it would be try new things and invest in change and and don't be afraid of of change. Very often, when you change, it's it's not that scary as you imagine it will be. So and you only become stronger afterwards.
0: Mm, do you have an example of a change, um, well, a risk you may have taken and that changed your maybe your career or even personally?
1: Yeah, I I very often um, tell that example to uh, people I work with. Uh, um, When I was working uh, with Unilever, I'm a I'm a very social person. I, I need a lot of people around me, a lot of friends and family. And, <laughs> and I want to go out all the time. So I'm really, I need this energy. Uh, but I, I was given the opportunity to go and work in London. Uh, I was still single at that time. So it was actually the question, am I going to move on my own to London, working there, not knowing anybody at that time in London? It, it scared me. I still remember that i said you know what i will arrive in my apartment i will be sitting in the couch and i will just be crying until crying stops and then i will continue but actually i moved there with my suitcases i didn't even have a couch uh i just (laughs) and i was sitting there and i was thinking So when are the tears going to come up? But there were no tears, And I just went out for a walk and I went to do some shopping, some cooking. And then I went to work and there were loads of expats there. And within two months, I was integrated in the Belgian community and the Holland community and in the expat world of Unilever. So I had loads of new people to connect with. And it was in the end, it's scary than I thought it would be. But uh, before I made the move, oh, I was really, um, yeah, really afraid of being unhappy and lonely <laughs> and not finding my way. Uh, so I, I learned a lot by it because I, I've, I still, I guess I still remember these days when I think, hmm. Uh, when I would be changing job or things like that, it will be scary. But hey, yeah. I did it before, so I can do it again. <laughs> it will be fine.
0: Going beyond your boundaries, you don't have to be scared of um, no. putting yourself in an unsafe place because it's you can create it in a safe place for yourself. That's uh, yeah,
1: yeah. And once you you succeed in that, and once you overcome that. It's yeah. really something which nobody can ever take that from me uh, mm. in, in my next uh, adventures, if I will have them. Mm.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. And um, for, as a conclusion, can you share what would be uh, your advice for anyone that would like to follow a career in IT? Yeah,
1: well, um, uh, I, I I I thought about it up front and I wrote down two advices. I guess my first advice would always be, and it's it's even uh, um, it's it's even true not only for IT. It's it's kind of true for every job or or um, moment in your life. Believe in yourself. Uh, never try to be somebody else you are great as you are so go for it so uh, very often i see people trying to be somebody else um, so don't don't do that just believe in who you are you are great as you are you have your strength and you're valuable and uh, and don't let anybody else tell you that you're not so uh, be strong in in your self confidence and then the other one is about the change don't be afraid to change uh, change will make you richer so uh, So go for it and and you'll be fine.
0: Well, thank you. That's uh, so much uh, insightful and uh, inspiring. Uh, Thank you so much, Annalyn, for taking your time to share with us uh, your career and uh, your advice.
1: Yeah, it was a real pleasure. Thank you for having me.